0: W-B-N-E Okay, this is my third time recording this. Because the first time I wasn't even recording. The second time I hadn't selected the right microphone. And this is the third time where I'm going to say hello and welcome to episode 46. All about the Siege of Gondor part 2. Chapter 4, book 5 of The Return of the King. Being the 46th part of That's What I'm Talking About.
1: So Faramir rides out. Yeah,
0: The council also talks about, like, so where the f- is Rohan? We're kind of yeah, where the f- is Rohan? desperate here. Gandalf kind of guesses, like, well, I mean, he, like, backtracks based on what Faramir has told them um, about, like, what he was doing. And the last time he saw, wait, no, I'm getting confused because the red, wait, no, because he uses that to never, you know what? I'm gonna- Wait, wait, wait. I've got a line here. <laughs>
1: delete all that. <laughs> so no, here's here's the line. Will he come? Will he remember our old alliance, they said. Yes, he will come, said Gandalf, even if he comes too late. But think, at best, the Red Arrow cannot have reached him more than two days ago, and the miles are long from Edoras. Great.
0: Perfect. That.
1: Yup. There you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they're just kind of sitting there, waiting for Rohan to show up before they all die. Um, yeah,
1: again, like, Gondor's whole, like, situation for the past couple generations has just been, like, anyone, please come help, please. Anyone? It's not good and it's getting worse. Literally anybody, anywhere. It's that Simpsons thing that...
0: <laughs> I'm in danger! <laughs> like,
1: literally. Um. Oh, that's Pip in this whole chapter. There's your meme, Mary Clay. Oh,
0: perfect!
1: <laughs> perfect.
0: Um, I found... You're I was- welcome. I was looking for, like, some good reactions... And I found one. Uh, it's a Brooklyn Nine-Nine quote. Where is it? Um, it's a Brooklyn Nine-Nine quote. This is Jake. And he says, I'm not totally useless. I can be used as a bad example. And I'm like, that's Pippin.
1: <laughs> that's Pippin in his day-to-day life. Oh, man.
0: Anyway. Um, yeah, just in general, that's Pippin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so everything is awful. they're all dying. Yeah, because,
1: like, immediately after that line, it's like, it was night again ere news came. A man rode in haste from the ford, saying that a host had issued from Minas Morgul and was already drawing nigh to Asgiliath. Yep. Uh,
0: And then, yeah, and then it also says, the passage of Anduin was won by the enemy. is still alive. He and his men are still alive. But he was ten times outnumbered. And it's like, oh, that's and
1: yeah, that's just yeah, he's, that's just he's not making good. a break for it. And uh, yeah, he's making a break for it, and he is badly outnumbered, and the situation is not looking great. And like, I love that this is these are like crucial moments of the war, and you're just like overhearing them in the council through Pippin. Yeah, because oh, because I should explain
0: because Faramir was like, okay, Pippin, since you clearly have no skills in battle. Um, you're gonna be my little servant, okay? And you're gonna go and mm-hmm. and share messages and get people and and do stuff for
1: me, okay? Yeah. You're you're gonna be like my squire, so my page. The, yeah. So that's there that's how go. Pippin is there for all of this. I think that's about on a level with Pippin's skill set yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, and he's the right size, so Perfect. it works out. Yeah,
0: they come back and Bergrun, or is it yeah? Bergrun comes back to report some stuff. And um, they ask if Faramir is back yet. And they say no. Oh, that's right. Because Gandalf throughout all of this. Can you tell I'm like so scatterbrained? Because so much f***ing so ha- ish- this So much happens it's in this hard, chapter, it's dude. It's hard to keep in my brain of like the chronology of what happens first. Because the second half of it is just like. And then this battle happened. And then this battle happened. And then this battle happened. And it continued to get worse.
1: Like this whole section until like the actual battle starts it really is just like them receiving reports yeah, of like how goes the war effort? The answer is not yeah. great and getting not greater. Yeah. Um, and like it, it is kind of hard to follow. Mm.
0: Yeah. So Gandalf goes off at some point to help them. And he comes back with this report of like, Okay, here's what's going on. Um, things are not good, as per usual. Uh They ask if Faramir's coming, and he's like, no, but he's still alive. The last I saw of him. And I was like, Whew, okay, good. Oh, my boy. Okay, my boy. good. My boy's I was fine. really worried they were going to say there that he had died. And I was like, oh, crap. So then they say that, like, so more bad news. It appears that the Morgul king is kind of here um he he's coming he's here he's coming for us and we're all gonna die and then Dinothor does this like dramatic which I love me a good dramatic wardrobe change he stood up and cast open his long black cloak and behold he was clad in mail beneath and girt with a long sword great hilted in a sheath of black and silver. Because he's got to keep that aesthetic. Sexy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Because they're talking about, they're like, oh, this, like, Morgul King, is that Sauron? They're like, no, Sauron's too. A good leader doesn't go out to do this kind of stuff. He sends people out. And then Denethor is like, except I'm not going to do that. I'm, like, I'm going to, I'm not going to be I, a hypocrite. I am ready to fight. Yeah, he's like, I'll fight. Yeah. Um, so he has this nice, yeah, dramatic wardrobe change. And then something happens that I screamed about. Uh, they're talking about this this Morgul king. Uh, and they're like, how are we ever going to defeat him? Oh, my God. Gandalf, can you defeat him? And he says, and if words spoken of old be true, not by the hand of man shall he fall. And hidden from the wise is the doom that awaits him. Hmm, I wonder what that all means. I have, mm. so here's the thing is, Macbeth is one of my favorite Shakespeare plays. I have read it many times. I have seen it many times. And the loophole in Macbeth is that he is not taken down by uh, someone born a man, of,
1: a man of woman born. Yeah,
0: a man of woman born. And then McDuff is like, hey, hey, I was a C-section mother. <laughs> f-. And then stats. And I was like, I know. My homeboy, Willie Shakes, taught me to look for a loophole. And that loophole, hand of man. I'm like, fucking Aowyn's going to cut my notes at this point go off the rails from here from here to the end of the chapter my notes are insane <laughs> I can neither
1: confirm nor deny that the entire reason say, you for can... the thing that I will also neither confirm nor deny <laughs> was not J.R.R. Tolkien directly reacting to the whole Macbeth loophole because he thought that another one would have been better
0: oh <laughs> Listeners, you can't see Haley's not making eye contact with me. Um, Haley, this is what my... My book is in front of my face. This is what my (laughs) notes look like. I don't know if you can tell like how... I can see the handwriting going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Just insane it is. is. Re- in all caps, I've read Macbeth enough, nor deny. enough times to immediately notice that. I immediately noticed that. And I will, of course, insert the don't be suspicious sound right here. Don't, don't be suspicious. Which I forgot to insert in the last chapter where... Dernhelm, or whatever his face is, shows up and is like, huh, oh, I'm a very small man. Don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious. Right after you abandoned Eowyn. Don't be suspicious. Oh, Mary, you wanna come with me? <laughs>
1: yep, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. So. You'll get there. We shall see
0: what happens, shan't we? <laughs> and then oh yeah, I read. Should I start practicing my best shocked expression when Eowyn shows up and kills him? I'll just I'll just start practicing that right
1: now. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're
1: gonna need to. <laughs> oh, I just <laughs> I mean <laughs> I
0: wrote so many notes about this one line. You think you're being tricky, Tolkien. <laughs> it just makes me laugh because Tolkien, I think, really thought he's like, oh my god, I'm setting up for the greatest plot twist. In all of humanity, I mean,
1: and I saw through well, he, it. Keep in mind, <laughs> like, keep in mind that he's writing this in like the forties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, like, that yeah, that would have actually kind of been a surprise when people were dumb and they're like books, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Women with swords.
0: <laughs> um. At some point in my life, I want to have framed in my house those propaganda ads during the nineteen twenties about like women's suffrage do you know what i'm talking about Haley? oh you mean the ones that that are just so ridiculous are are
1: absolutely paralleled by um like anti-feminist memes now but
0: like they're just so ridiculous and insane that i'm Mm -hmm. like i i have to have this framed at some point i don't know anyway um yep nothing like nothing like a little misogyny to make to make some art out of you know
1: yeah right. So, so it's not going well, to say the least.
0: So there's another huge battle. The ring wraiths are now the oh uh, the like orcs and ring wraiths and everything awful has come through. I just burped. It's fine. Has come through and broken I through at the same time. And uh, so they come back. Faramir and his crew. And this is when I went. I was in a glass case of emotions. <laughs> What? Because. So they bring in Faramir. Maybe. Last last of all he came, his men passed in. The mounted knights returned, and at their rear, the banner of Dol Amroth and the prince. And in his arms, before him on his horse, he bore the body of his kinsman, Faramir, son of Dinothor, found upon the stricken field. And everyone's... Heartbroken. Everyone understandably. Sh- everyone's yeah. upset. Everyone's sad and depressed immediately. And I was very. I was like, he he he's he's dead. Faramir is dead. I somehow missed at some point in this part where he's brought in, where they mentioned that no no no, no he's just mortally wounded. So I just wrote. <laughs> I just wrote all caps Faramir no <laughs> and then oh he deserved better oh my god I just you saw the audio <laughs> I just saw the audio for my screech. <laughs> oh that's gonna be great
1: to edit it's appropriate so
0: it was at this point that I posted on the Tolkien about Instagram story and I did like a close up of me and I put in the music in the uh <laughs> age. With me just, like, sitting there shaking my head, like, in shock. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Faramir's... He's dead. I was like, I can't believe he f***ing did it. I can't believe he killed him. Oh, my God. And then I was like, oh, crap. Dude, this is worse than every episode of Game <laughs> of Thrones. <laughs> I was like, oh, crap. Did I... Have I at one point said... Because I say this a lot. I'm like, oh, if he kills off this character, I'm quitting the podcast. I want to say the only character I've said that about is Legolas. But... I was like, oh crap, did I say that about Faramir? Because, like, I'm a woman of my word. I I might have to quit the podcast.
1: <laughs> well, don't, 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 don't quit. There's just, like, a yet. change
0: of cast, midwit, you know, almost all the way through this. All of a sudden, there's a brand new host. <laughs>
1: we, get, we get Mary Payton from the respective yes! section. Yes. No one will know the difference. Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, Listeners, we, we call Mary Payton Maypay, which... I think can also be confusing because my name is Mary Clay and it all just sounds like a, a, a mush
1: of words and names. There's too many Marys in the world. Oh, believe me. This should fight for supremacy. Oh,
0: believe me. I, I live with my cousin, whose name is
1: Mary-Kate.
0: I'm named after my grandmother, Mary hey,
1: Clay. Hey, Mary Clay, I have a I have a question for you. Are you Irish by chance? How do you know? <laughs> I am Irish. Just, well, just, a, just my, a guess. My like,
0: great-great-great-great-great-something grandmother's name was Mary Agnes Otilla McDonnell McDevitt.
1: That's fake. No, it's real. You made that no, up. No, it's real. That's not real. It's real. No. It's real. No, that's a joke. That's a joke. Please tell me that's a joke. Nope, it's real.
0: Mary Agnes Attila McDonald-McDevitt. Oh, the original Irish oh, Catholic.
1: It, it, she's all of them. She's every yeah, original yeah. At- uh, Irish Catholic. And then Catholic. another
0: fun story about like my Irish ancestors. When my, on my grandmother's side, <clears throat> when her family, she wasn't like part of this family when they came over. It was like, I want to say it was her Great grandfather, like his family came over from Ireland. And like, that's how our family came to be in America. And he had never had a tomato in his life. And he when he ate his first tomato, he said, my God, I've been poisoned. (laughs)
1: god that's hilarious yeah, and i'm like wow buddy only had he only po- had potatoes and only potato to <laughs> a potatoes only diet will do that to you yep yeah my family are the tolls came over and uh my mom's name is bridget and when she was in school kids used to throw pennies at her because they called her toll bridge oh <gasps> yeah, which like I mean, of, however, like I, I get it. That's mean. That would hurt. But like also, you get free money. Okay, but so... also like that's one of the smartest ways that I
0: think I've ever heard kids bullying other kids. Like that's some smart bullying
1: going there, going on. There. No, no, this was like 60s bullying when kids put effort into it. <laughs> it's not just Draco, Draco Malfoy being like eh, Potter. Imagine. Tra- no, like, imagine Draco Malfoy just throwing canuts at, like, the Weasley kids. Like, at, at <laughs> a certain then, point, it's like, all right, well, I'll just, there's this, I'll just take there's this. There's this
0: comic of Iron Man and Batman, and they're throwing money at each other. And then the <laughs> second pain is Spider-Man, and he comes in, and he's on the floor picking it all up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: god. <laughs> I'm Spider-Man in that situation. She's <laughs> like, yes, money, please. I'll take this. Thank you. But like, that's before lunch cards. Like those are kids giving up their, their milk their, money know, to right? just like bully my mom. Like a dedication. Oh my God. Yeah, right? Um, Can you imagine?
0: Where were... Yeah, so, so Far- Faramir's dead. Yeah, so, Faramir, in, so at this point in my reading of this, Faramir is dead. I'm heartbroken. I literally felt my soul leave my body. And I was like, how, the, how am I supposed... I was like, I have to record an episode on this tomorrow, I have to finish this chapter now. I don't know if I have it in me. Um, so Denethor is very quiet, kind of in a state of shock almost. Um, and he orders for Faramir to be brought to, uh, a chamber and make a bed for him to rest in. Um, I thought this was just like him being like, "All right, go put him in a bed, and I'll just pretend that he's asleep, he's asleep, but he's yeah, actually just like, dead. just like being morbid." Um, and it <laughs> says, "And when Denethor descended again, he went to Faramir and sat beside him without speaking. But the face of the Lord was gray, more deathlike than his son's." And... Yeah,
1: also pay special attention to, like, right before this, but he himself went up alone into the secret room under the summit of the tower, and many who looked up thither at that time saw a pale light that gleamed and flickered from the narrow windows for a while and then flashed and went out. Denethor is up to something. He's doing some, it's, like, it, mischief. It's not covered in this chapter, but, you know like, what? keep an eye out for oh, it. Oh,
0: I mean, definitely by the end of this chapter, I'm like, Denethor's lost it which is...
1: Oh, no, he's not Insane. He's been
0: losing given it. Given that I was just, like, kind of laughing because I'm like, Denethor, you literally told him two pages ago that you wished he was dead. And now that he's here dying, you're like, wait, no, but, like, I didn't mean it.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't say sh- you don't mean yeah. in the middle of a war with an evil sorcerer, yeah. moron.
0: <sighs> yeah, so Denethor's heartbroken that his... Oh, my God, I just realized a great... A great reaction I could do for Dinathor. It's a line that Gina Linetti says in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. At some point, she goes like,
1: how was I supposed to know there'd be consequences for my actions? <laughs> oh my God, use it. Uh, Please use
0: it. And that's it. like Denethor being <laughs> Like, Faramir, I wish you were dead. <laughs> Faramir is dying, <laughs> Dinathor.
1: Pikachu face.
0: <laughs> um, I literally have that exact tweet already drafted.
1: Wow, well done. The shocked
0: Pikachu one. Because that that's what, it, when I read the chapters and something pops into my head of like, oh, that'd be a good tweet for when this episode comes out. I already, I make the tweet and then I save it as a draft so that I don't forget it. Literally already have the shocked Pikachu meme in there. So
1: well done. Yep.
0: Either, that or predict- Either that or I'm predictable at this point. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so didn't, So Faramir's dead. <laughs>
1: Um, <clears throat> or is he?
0: And they are now, like, officially, it's moved into the phase where the title of the chapter is making sense, the Siege of Gondor. Yeah. Where yeah. they are now, like, trapped there. Um, Orcs are digging trenches and essentially cutting them off so they are not able to leave the city and nothing is able to get in anymore. Um, so they're planning to starve yeah. them
1: out. Like the sense of hopelessness in like the next paragraph that starts like, so now the city was besieged, yeah. like enclosed in a ring of foes. Like the orcs aren't just digging trenches, they're digging trenches like right out of bow shots. So like they can't do anything about mm-hmm. it. Like, they're just sitting there watching as, like, the ring around them closes tighter and tighter. And everything, as far as the eye can see, is just orcs and trolls, trolls and orcs.
0: I'm imagining this part of the chapter with the music that is playing in... Uh, Deathly Hallows part two. It's at a specific point in the the battle of Hogwarts and it's the trio and they're running through and like, oh, here's a troll and oh, there's Acromantulas and oh, there's Fenrir Greyback eating lavender brown.
1: Yeah, like, the, the music from, uh, I know the exact yeah. piece that you mean, and, like, that, like, nothing is ever going to top the music in, like, the Lord of the Rings films. Like, once you see it, you will understand, because they spent so much more time, even on the music for these films, than most composers do. Like, everything has its own theme. Um, but that's, that's like, the same level of, like, emotional mm-hmm. music that you get during this battle, because holy
0: Yeah, f- it's just, like, Dark and hopeless is essentially yes. and like resigned. Yes. That that's another feeling that I'm getting through like the chapter there, of there like, is nothing we can do. Of like, well, we're just gonna have to die here. Um and we're if, just sitting here waiting. If you're wondering if it gets worse, oh it does because this so much so this is the point where I was like, What the f <laughs> Tolkien? You need therapy. They'd start talking. they they're like, oh, and now there's like hail coming down on us, and they're 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 like catapulting stuff at us. And then they realize, for the enemy was flinging into the city all the heads of those who had fallen fighting at Asgillith or on the Remus or in the fields. They are catapulting yep. heads of like their friends, yeah. their family, their neighbors
1: into yes. like this the city like these li- th- like this line is like so dark from the dude who like wrote the shire like like yet many had features that could be told and it seemed that they had died in pain and all were branded with the foul token of the lidless eye but marred and dishonored as they were it often chanced that thus a man would see again the face of someone that he had known mm-hmm. Who had walked proudly once in arms or tilled the fields or ridden in upon a holiday from the green vales and the hills? God. Like these are people that they know. Like holy sh
0: and so this is when I was like, hey, hey Tolkien. This
1: is like psychological warfare. Hey Tolkien, are are you sure that you're not
0: absolutely traumatized from your experience in the war?
1: Like like should we he, he, he should is. we revisit those feelings? No, he's he, this is this is him revisiting those feelings. And may, this this maybe is this the therapy. Work, maybe work them out. <laughs> nope, nope, nope heads. So This is what you get.
0: Um God. Just just awful. Oh, um on every level. So then the ring wraiths are all flying around, shrieking endlessly, for yet another weapon swifter than hunger, the Lord of the Dark Tower had dread and despair. Um, more unbearable, they became not less at each new cry. And that's just awful. So just, yeah, endless, there's, there's no
1: getting used
0: to it. Endless shrieking. And then we have, for me, the ultimate plot twist, which is that Fairmere is still alive. I wrote, oh my God. I, it took up like, like five lines. Faramir's alive? I thought he was V
1: dead. This is fantastic news. Except that it's not because immediately afterward Denethor comes in to crush all your hopes and dreams. Oh no no no
0: no I don't care. Hey let me have my moment. I literally thought Faramir was dead and I found out he was alive. It's like it's like if I didn't know that Gandalf was going to come back to life, and then he came back, and I would be like, oh, what? Oh, Gandalf the White now. Theramir's alive. Let's just like- My honey. Take a moment. Appreciate that. Um, yeah. So he, uh, but he's not in good shape. Denethor's like pretty much resigned to the fact that, yeah, he's going to die. We're all going to die. Yeah. This is, this is, this is not good. And Denethor, this is when he, like, his, like, downhill trajectory starts. Um, And he's, like, not giving any command. And Gandalf is like, well, f*** it. I guess I'm the lord of Gondor now. I'm in charge now. (laughs) Yep. Okay. um, Battle stations, everyone. And here we go. (laughs) So Gandalf goes off. I'm not happy about
1: this either. Again,
0: to fight. Um, and he takes command of everything. The problem is that not everyone is going to listen to Gandalf because he's Gandalf and he has a history with everyone. And most of that history involves him pissing off every single person he's come into contact with.
1: Um, Mostly by being right, which no one can <laughs> forgive.
0: Um and so they come back, like, they come back and they're like, Denethor, people, like, people are leaving and fleeing and retreat and basically abandoning their posts because they're not listening to Gandalf. And Denethor is like, eh, what can you do? Anyway, I'm ready to die now. Let's go.
1: <laughs> like, like the old man in the red sweater. Guess I'll die. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um. <laughs> Oh, also, he sa- Denethor says, why? Why do the fools fly? Maybe it's because Gandalf yeah. told them to. Maybe he said, fly, you fools.
1: Ah, ha, 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 ha. nice callback. There we go. Oh.
0: um, And so, yeah, so Denethor very matter-of-factly says... I will go now to my pyre, to my pyre. No tomb for Dinithor and Fairmere, no tomb. No long, slow sleep of death embalmed. We will burn like heathen kings before ever a ship sailed hither from the west. The west has failed. Go back and burn.
1: Yeah. So basically, like, why are you bothering to run from this? Death is inevitable. You're going to die sooner or later. It might as well be sooner. Yeah. He, I'm I'm going to go and die with dignity. Um, y'all can do whatever you want. I I
0: just feel like if I had to choose how to die, I would rather be slaughtered by an orc than burned, than burned alive. alive. Yeah. Like he says, Yeah, No long, slow sleep of death embalm like long slow no that being bur- does nope. he
1: no nope. no no nope. you're you're missing a very vital part of denethor's character here mary clay which is he's dramatic etched in every scene he's a dramatic b- <laughs> <laughs> oh man if he's going to die it's, the- it's going to be in a literal blaze of i glory. get it
0: it's his aesthetic i get it yeah oh and this was when i remembered that because one of the ch- so the next chapter after this is called.
1: Wait, really? Oh, frick! I thought the I thought the next chapter. The chapter the chapter after that chapter is the Battle of the Pelennor yeah. Fields. So
0: yeah, so the next chapter is yeah. the Ride of the Rohirrim, which I'm assuming is we'll jump back in time to the Rohirrim on their way to here, which is boring. Um, can I just skip that chapter, honestly? there's a, um, No, there's
1: a good payoff. Trust trust okay. me on this. There's a good payoff.
0: Then there's the Battle of Pelennor. And then the chapter after that is called The Pyre of Denethor, which given what I, I... Before I even read this chapter, I was like, I'm assuming Denethor dies then because a pyre is when you send a dead body out onto a boat and you set it on fire ceremoniously because they're dead. And, and you put coins on their just eyes. It's literally anything so that... Like- y-
1: yeah, like a pyre is literally just like any pile of sticks that you burn a corpse yeah. on. So
0: I was like, okay, so yeah. I'm assuming that means Denethor dies. So I forgot about that theory until here. When I was like, oh right, my my theory, my um, my assumption, my prediction at this point is that Denethor is gonna die soon. So okay. waiting oh, oh, yeah. wait, <laughs> oh yeah, it's all coming together. Oh yeah, it's all coming together. Oh yeah. I'm laughing too much. Hang on. Oh yeah, it's all coming together. Wait, wait! <laughs> I gotta get into. It. I gotta get in. right. That was pretty good. Right, the poison, the poison for Cusco. Cusco's poison, the poison chosen specifically for Cusco. Oh yeah, it's all coming
1: together. <laughs> well done. Well Perfect. done.
0: Yes. Yeah, so at this point, he relieves Pippin of his duty and is like, "Go and be with your friends." If you can find them, if they're not already dead here. <laughs> so you can all die, die together. Die in whichever
1: way seems best. Yeah, yeah.
0: And Pippin's, Whew. like, the only part, which, good job, Pippin. It's not usually a Pippin trait. He's the one who's, like, thinking clearly and thinking logically right now.
1: Yeah, if Pippin is your voice of reason in any given scenario, you, you're you in That's trouble. a concern, you're, I'd say. Uh, yes.
0: Um... <laughs> He's like, I'm not, no, no, I, I think I'll stick with you. And the back of his mind being like, I have to stop him from killing himself and
1: his son because he said, I am half of every one of these people's size and somehow I have to stop this crazy from happening. Yeah. And oh, throughout all that, Jennifer
0: has basically been like, oh, Faramir, I can't believe he's dead. And then Faramir's on the bed like, I'm not dead yet. I'm getting better. No, you're not. You'll be stone dead in a moment.
1: <laughs> Sometimes I can still hear his voice. This year, I lost my dear husband, Edgar. Quit telling everyone I'm dead! Sometimes I can still hear his voice!
0: (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's such a... Meme Oh, too good, too good. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> is not actually like that, because he's unconscious. Because he is dying. He very well might die. But also, stop telling people I'm dead. Yeah, literally. Because <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> literally. Denethor's just like, oh, Rip. <laughs> Faramir's still alive, Denethor's still alive, and Denethor—I mean—and Denethor's just like, oh, isn't doesn't that suck that we're all dead already? And Pippin's like, um, no, we're not. I'm gonna save your hey, life. We are it's not. Fine. We, yeah. Um, whether you like it or not. So Pippin follows them, and they go to the Silent
1: Street. Yeah, yeah, the Necropolis of of Gondor. Yeah,
0: and they enter into the House of Stewards and set down their burden. So they lay, um
1: faramir down upon i love like side note side note i love that they just take the whole bed i don't think they take the bed frame but like they definitely just take the whole mattress (laughs) i don't know if it was actually
0: like a bed as what we're picturing i think it might have just been maybe like a cot or a stretcher or something
1: i don't know i I hope so because like have you ever seen a medieval bed like an actual bed yeah Yeah, they're big. I will say, up until this point, I was
0: picturing him lying in, like, a four-poster bed with, like, curtains hanging around it or something um, as Denethor sat next to him dramatically grieving his dead son, who was still alive. Um, And then they were like... And then they picked up the bed and carried Faramir. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I guess it's not, like, a bed, (laughs) bed.
1: Yeah, like, like, portable mattress at best. Yeah, some kind of portable situation. Exactly. So
0: they... I'm I'm assuming this is, like, his – this is, like, Dinothor's family's, like, mausoleum, sort of? Yeah,
1: um, yeah, like, Gondor, uh, like, during its, like, rise and then decline, like, I think – I think it's Gandalf who has this line where he talks about, like, the decline of Gondor, and, like, one of the kind of symptoms of that was that, like, the ancient kings would build these elaborate tombs for themselves – uh, and, like, counted the names of their ancestors more dearly than the names of their sons. Um, and, like, that line pops up somewhere. I forget where. But, like, th- so this is Gondor's necropolis of, like, where all of the kings and stewards are buried okay. in, like, marble, like, these vast <laughs> marble tombs. Right. Okay.
0: Um Yeah, so that's where Denethor is at, uh, mentally and yep. physically. And he says to the people who have followed him, uh, bring us wood quick to burn and lay it all about us and beneath and pour oil upon it. And when I bid you thrust in a torch, Um, do this and speak no more to me. Farewell. So this is when he's just lost it. He's lost it. And he's checked out. He, which is, it just is so crazy to me because like he was so like, nonchalant and did not give a f- about Faramir and then Faramir being like mortally wounded is what
1: triggers it and he's like well he just snapped. Time to die! Yep. Time to self immolate so time to super die.
0: Yeah. Um. And Pippin tell they like they're all like okay we'll go do that you hang out in here and just don't just don't touch anything okay? Just don't do anything rash you you just sit here with your son We'll go off. We'll get that wood. You don't worry about it. And then Pippin turns around and is like, do not f-ing do anything. I'm going to go get Gandalf because clearly Dinathor's off his rocker. And I'm going to get yeah. Gandalf, who's in the middle of a battle right now. So we're not going to worry about that. And I'm going to come back here and fix this. So, like, sure... Go, like, take some time gathering the wood. Yeah. Okay,
1: stall. And this is, like, such a childlike reaction, almost, because he's like, Gandalf will know what to do. If anyone will know what yeah. to do, it's Gandalf, because, like, something is wrong here. Yeah.
0: Um, it feels very much like like uh, a ha- a hairy reaction of, like, Dumbledore will know what to do. Yes. Actually, I think that's what happens much. at the end of Sorcerer's Stone, Um, When they find out that like, oh, Snape is going to steal the stone tonight. They're like, we got to go tell Dumbledore right now because he'll know what to do. And then surprise, he's not there. But yeah,
1: it's definitely like a like a like a more high stakes. Like, let's tell the headmaster situation.
0: Um, So he runs into Baragond and tells him, um, oh, they're like, they're like. Oh, uh like, I'm not going to not follow orders. If Denethor says that we have to set him on fire, we have to set him on fire. And uh, Pippin says, well, you must choose between orders and the life of Faramir, said Pippin. And as for orders, I think you have a madman to deal with, not a
1: lord. Which is savage! I'm like, wow! Yeah. Drag him. Well, cause like, f- yeah, cause like, Gondor, <clears throat> at this point, it, like, it's a militaristic society. It's got some authoritarian elements, and so, you know, yeah, like, following orders is what's kept them alive up to this point, mm-hmm. point. and Pippin's, like, Pippin's an outsider. He doesn't come from that kind of background, and he's like, okay, but how about logic? How about you try <laughs> logic for, like, five yeah. minutes?
0: Um, so, uh, he, Pippin goes out, and oh yeah, he so he tells he tells Barragon he's like, look, make whatever decision you want, but like do your best to keep them alive for as long as possible. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so he runs off and like turns the corner onto the battlefield, and first of all, I just want to take a moment and be like, Pippin, this is very cute and sweet because it's a moment where like at the, so at the start of the chapter. He's very scared. There's a mo- I think when the first, like, Nazgul comes over and screams, he, like, cowers and is fearful. And here he is, like, I think that I, I can't... Oh, this is it. Yeah, so Baragon tells him that he's like, oh, yeah, Gandalf, he's down in the middle of the battle. And Pippin says, I must find Gandalf at once. Then you must go down to the battle. I know. The Lord has given me leave, Baragon, if you can... Do something to stop any dreadful thing happening. So yeah, I just thought you must go down to the battle. I know. That's a very like
1: yeah. brave That's that's Pippin's like character development. Yeah, moment. courageous moment for him. Um yes. which
0: immediately he turns onto the battlefield and then cowers in fear. <laughs>
1: because Yeah, and like at the end of the chapter, you find out <laughs> yeah. why.
0: Um so as he's running out onto the battle. And I was like, oh, wait, I know that the Morgul King is here, too. I was like, wait a minute. Could it be? So the riddle, the riddle says, not by the hands of man shall the Morgul King fall. Could it be Pippin? I was like, wouldn't that? I
1: can neither confirm I didn't actually, nor actually, I didn't actually believe,
0: but there was a part of me as he was running onto the field. I was like, oh, my God, is Pip, because Pip- a hobbit is not a man. Pippin You'll I was like, "Oh You'll my see. god, is Pippin gonna kill You'll the see. Morgul king?" And then,
1: I mean, he doesn't. You'll see. So, um, You'll see. That's. I just want to clarify that, like, that's not actually my theory. I mean, it's, no, no. It, I mean, you're. Here's the thing. It's that's not what happens. But also, you're not. You're not one hundred percent off base, and that's all I'm okay. Say.
0: Sounds good uh moving along swiftly so yeah he turns the corner and there's Gandalf fighting against the Morgul king everyone else has run off Gandalf is there like well I guess this is how I go out
1: (laughs) well this is Uh, like this is something that I really love like about this chapter is, again, like, the style is so different from everything that we've seen so far. Because, like, he's he's holding stuff back. He doesn't usually do that. Like, Tolkien doesn't usually hold stuff back from us. But... Here, like, the end of this paragraph is, uh, let's see. Then suddenly there was a dreadful cry and a great shock and a deep echoing boom. Forcing himself on against a a gust of fear and horror that shook him almost to his knees, Pippin turned a corner, opening onto the wide place behind the city gate. He stopped dead. He had found Gandalf, but he shrank back, cowering into a shadow. And then the next paragraph starts in with how... Mm -hmm. Like what's been going on outside the gate while Pippin's been running around, so you don't actually see what yeah. Pippin's seeing. You just see Pippin's yeah, reaction. Yeah, Tolkien's being, you know, Gandalf is being there.
0: very dramatic and deliberate about how he's revealing things. So it says, this is so cool. Over the hills of slain, a hideous shape appeared. A horseman, tall, hooded, cloaked in black, slowly trampling the fallen. He rode forth, heeding no longer any dart. He halted and held up a long pale sword, and as he did so, a great fear fell on all, defender and foe alike, and the hands of men drooped to their sides, and no bow sang. For a moment, all was still. And this is, this is him, y'all. It's real creepy. It's real nice and creepy. Witch king. uh, Classic Gandalf is just like, hey, stop. (laughs) yes he says you cannot uh. enter here said gandalf and the huge shadow halted go back to the abyss prepared for you go back fall into the nothingness that awaits you and your master go and then this part's real great the black rider flung back his hood and behold he had a kingly crown and yet upon no head visible was it set nice and casual headless horseman
1: but a floating crown beautiful He's invisible. Maybe he's born with he, it. He no longer exists. Maybe it's maybe he, no, he no longer exists in the human realm. That's the thing. He can't be seen except in the wraith oh. realm. You can only see his clothes and his his like accoutrement. Like he, but like his actual physical form is invisible because he's just he's not human. Fantastic.
0: Anymore. And then, oh snap! I nearly lost my mind. Oh, side note. Hang on, Go- jumping back real quick. There's also a huge battering ram. I should mention. I glossed over that. Oh, there's yeah. a huge yeah. battering Grond. ram that they're using to to knock against the to gate, break down the gate. Um, and they named yeah. it, which
1: I just think is funny. It's named Grand. So there's some backstory here. Do you want? Like, do you care about Silmarillion Go for spoilers? It. It's not a big Go one. For it. Okay. So so. You've probably heard at this point that Sauron um used to be like the right-hand man of like the the like chaos god. Like there's the gods of Middle-earth are called the Valar and like there's one called Melkor who's like the asshole um and he's he like just he just breaks everything that everyone else makes. He's why we can't have nice okay. things. And he had this giant hammer that he used to use to just like knock down everything that all, the other Valar ever made and it was called Grond. Um, And Sauron used to be a, um, like, he was kind of of the same order of creature that Gandalf actually is. They're kind of like demigods. And he used to work for, like, the smith god and then was, quote-unquote, seduced over to Melkor. Were they banging? We don't know. (laughs) The answer is yes. Um, But, like... (laughs) So they have this whole very interesting dynamic, uh, Melkor was ultimately defeated, but Sauron kind of stuck around because he's a little sh. but he was kind of the brains of the operation anyway, so all of this very efficient, like, battle planning that's going on is all him, because he actually knows what he's doing because he's good with logistics like that. Did you ever watch Kim Possible?
0: Did I ever watch Kim Possible? Are you about to compare him to Shigo?
1: Yes, their dy- <laughs> their dynamic is very Dr. Draken and Shigo. Um, like, you know how Dr. Draken is completely incompetent and just wants to cause chaos? And Tolkien then Shigo is like, here's is like how we're going to actually rolling do Rolling in his
0: grave. That, okay, that we've compared. Why are you booing me? I'm right. That we've compared his, like, the greatest thing he ever did in his life to this animated TV show on Disney Channel <laughs>
1: first of all first of all Kim Possible was top quality oh, television it's a good time. second of all the second of all the dynamic is 100 percent accurate so yes that's why they've named the battering ram grand um I'll also point out just from like a literary standpoint like this is where like the writing style the writing style for this whole chapter has been very different but this is where it gets very very distinct Like, there's a lot of repetition and very, very short sentences. You have two paragraphs in a row that begin with, Grand crawled on. Like, Mm -hmm. he's just, he's coming. He's coming for you. And, like, and God, uh, the line where the Witch King rides in. In rode the lord of the Nazgul, a great black shape against the fires beyond. He loomed up, grown to a vast menace of despair in rode the lord of the Nazgul under the archway that no enemy ever yet had passed and all fled before his face. Like, the the use of, like, the repeating lines is just masterful Mm -hmm. in this chapter. Um, yeah. It's the... Especially... Man. These last...
0: These last moments. So good. Yeah, so the Black Rider's there and Gandalf is there. They're having a nice stare down. Gandalf did not move and in that very moment away, behind in some courtyard of the city, a cock crowed. Shrill and clear he crowed, recking nothing of wizardry or war, welcoming only the morning that in the sky far above the shadows of death was coming with the dawn. And as if in answer, there came from far away another note. Horns, horns, horns. In dark... This is...
1: Mindolwin.
0: See, this is what I, I do, is there's a great, epic, amazing passage, and then I'm like, oh, f- me, I don't know how to say that word. And in dark Mindoluin Mindolion... Sh-
1: Mindoluin. Mindoluin.
0: In dark Mindoluin's sides, they dimly echoed. Great horns of the north, wildly blowing. Rohan had
1: come at last. <laughs> mother <laughs> they're there and that's your cliffhanger my dude Bam! yes such a good chapter yep, dude yep thank you for bringing me on for that I, uh, one i wrote down
0: what an entrance what an entrance
1: <sighs> you know gondor isn't the only one that gets to be dramatic yep, sometimes they, know, Rohan gets their they moment. know how
0: to they know how to do it yeah they know how to make an entrance um Holy cow. Yes. That was a very intense chapter. Yeah. This I'm definitely going to be splitting this into two parts. Um, So what you're listening to right now is part two. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, which actually is... <laughs> Post pee break. Actually is great for me because now I can push back some of my... My recording was going to be really tight for a second, but I think it'll be fine now. You're welcome. It's all fine. Yes. You're welcome, yes. MC. <laughs> um, I planned... What... I, I planned it this way. What are we, what are you talking about? I totally planned for this
1: to be two parts. Of course you did. No, you yeah. you planned this a year in yeah, advance. Exactly. She she predicted the plague. Exactly. <laughs> MC powers beyond our ken. Yeah, 100%.
0: Was there anything in this chapter that we didn't get to talk about that you like a random thought or tidbit you wanted to share?
1: There is one line that I actually did tag very briefly. That it. It's not a big deal, I just think it's funny. Oh, where is it? Okay, so it's when it's when uh, Pippin gets, like, kitted out for his, like, his Gondor outfit. He gets his costume change, and uh, <laughs> he looked now, had he known it, verily, Ernil y Perna- Perianath Ugh, we all have trouble with it. The prince of the halflings that folk had called him. And here's the thing about hobbit politics, he kind of is the prince of the halflings. <laughs> like he's the grandson of the old took which means that he's then going to be the head of the took family and the tooks are kind of like the closest thing that hobbits have to gentry okay aside from like the brandy box so yeah he is legitimately kind of sort of the prince of the halflings
0: yeah yeah i got you
1: but that's i think we i think we covered everything else
0: it's a, it's a hefty chapter. I had zero idea. I mean, no, I planned it this way. Um, no, but like I, I picked it up yesterday and was like, hmm, I wonder how long this is. Then I was like, oh, okay. So it's at least 10 pages. Oh, it's a, it's at least, it's at least 15 pages. Oh, oh, oh
1: man. We still go. Oh, huh? It's,
0: it's 20 pages. Please, please don't be much more than 20. 20- I think it was like 22, 21 pages. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a hefty chapter. It's exciting. but yeah, like I yep. said, it it was one of the only times so far in reading these books that I have genuinely been like, "Oh my god, I have to find out what happens!" Like I was like on the edge the of the chapter seat. was like real. I was like flipping the pa- I was reading. Usually, what I'll do is it'll take me so long to read a chapter because I'll read like two pages, write down some notes. And then I'll open TikTok for 30 minutes. (laughs) And then I'll read again.
1: I have a really similar experience, like, for slightly different reasons. Because, like, I'm rereading the series myself, like, very, very slowly. Um, Just because, honestly, like, I started rereading it a little after the last time I uh, was on the podcast um cuz i haven't really read it all the way through since high school and it's just really beautiful writing and like i've i've studied tolkien but i just haven't revisited the whole mm-hmm. series for a while but like just from a craft standpoint like his whole like his scenery and the way that he like focuses on uh like these these very like melancholy quiet moments like for all that it, it is like very slow like and kind of you know you kind of want to get to the adventure a little bit right but sometimes i'll just like read a line about the the scenery and like how it's unfolding before these characters and i'll just like have to take a moment as a writer and be like oh god yeah that sounds so pretty yeah
0: so like last night when i was writing down my notes like i couldn't remember the word mausoleum i i was like google searching for i'm like the the like house in a graveyard it's not a tomb and then i had to text my friends and be like <laughs> okay what's the word for it's not a coffin it's not a grave it's not a tomb like and then and then there's like tolkien who's crafted like not just the english language but also made up languages it's yeah. quite impressive
1: um con lines yeah, yeah. <gasps> So, but, yeah, like it's it, this whole series is just a lot to digest. So, that's like, you going through it like, <laughs> yeah, like I think you going through it like one chapter at a time is honestly kind of a smart way to mm-hmm. do it because otherwise it really is easy to like start glossing over stuff and then you miss details. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: I also think that's why it's also I was thinking about it the other day and I was like, wow, I'm kind of getting to a point now where there are a couple times where like my guests will be like, oh didn't like Pippin do this once? And I'll be like, no, that was actually Mary. It was in this chapter, but I'm I'm like, Oh my God. have I actually you're turning and become like you're turning into the <laughs> expert in the room. I'm I'm far from an expert by the way. That's a huge like huge disclaimer. I'm not claiming I'm an expert <laughs> at all.
1: But like But no, there are people there are scholars of Tolkien's oh work. God. Like that's they that's a thing. That's an area of study. Me. Yeah, they terrify <laughs> me. I've studied Tolkien in a scholarly context and Tolkien scholars are scary. I'm to me. so
0: terrified I like I have not ever reached out to a Tolkien scholar or like, cause there are some other like Lord of the Rings, Tolkien podcasts out there that are very like scholarly and serious. And I'm like, I can't imagine how it would go over if I mes- messaged them and was like, "Hey, I have a comedy podcast. I'm a I'm a dumb white girl, and I'm reading Lord of the Rings for the first time. I didn't think the first movie was all that good. You want to come on and talk about talk about how Boromir has daddy issues?" you know
1: <laughs> okay but here's the thing Boromir has daddy yeah, issues yeah. um <laughs> um mm. no I think I think you have a good balance here
0: Haley where can people find you on the internet
1: don't come looking for me on the Great. internet um if you want to hear more of my dulcet tones uh you can check out uh and if you uh, like this chick here you can check <laughs> us out um on the restricted section podcast um which is most places you can get podcasts probably i don't know anything about podcasts but it's a harry potter one it's on spotify it's a harry potter podcast for
0: adults we shall say it's
1: explicit yes um very much i'll leave it there yeah and it's just us and our dumb friends screaming about harry (laughs) potter like you do
0: we're all just yeah we're all just big harry potter fans who are now grown-ups yep
1: and (laughs) And we scream about, you know, what what Dumbledore doesn't. Yeah, and like Um, how.
0: (laughs) So if you, how did Hagrid get to the shack on the on
1: the rock? don't don't start that conversation again that was a that was a three episode fight and we're still not oh done. oh man it.
0: did he fly did he we don't know did dumbledore it th- was a portkey i maintained was key. it a, th- I was port it a key. thestral i don't think thestrals can hold i will up. die Who on knows. the hill of the
1: portkey so cool <laughs> anyway um, so the restricted section so. it's a lot of fun
0: that's what I'm talking about as a proud member of WBE. You can learn more about that by going to WBNE.org or you should just go straight to listening to Sincerely Us, which is our Broadway podcast hosted by Eni and Becca. And it's also a great time to start listening if you've never listened before, because we all got notice, of course, that Hamilton is gonna be dropping on Disney Plus in a few short weeks. Months. I don't know what day it is. You should just start like getting excited and building up the hype, and and do that with Becca and Eni by listening to Sincerely Us. Dear listener, today's going to be a good day, and here's why: because today we're headed to Broadway. Are we? Okay, maybe not, but we're talking about Broadway. I'm Becca. And I'm Eni and we host Sincerely Us, a podcast for the casual musical theater fan. We discuss everything from strong female characters, to Ben Platt, to individual shows, to Ben Platt, <laughs> to act one finales and everything in between. We even have a few experts on to talk about their expertise in the realm of musical theater. It's an easygoing show for every theater fan. No experience required. Listen every Wednesday at wbne.org or where wherever you get podcasts.
1: it's not a Disney fan cast, I promise.
0: The cover art is by Graphite, a.k.a. V Braynon. You can support him on Instagram at Graphite.vmb. Mm-hmm. You can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Tolkien About Pod, And you can also join the Facebook group, which will be linked in the description. And we share lots of fun memes there. It's a good time. Um, also, please go like. <laughs> this is, like, I think the, one of the only times I've been... I've given you explicit directions. Go to the Instagram at Talking about Pod and like the post that has all of the Lucille Bluth quotes as Denethor because I spent too long doing that and it did not get nearly the amount of likes that it should have. And I am furious about this. So go like it and share it and tell other people to like it because I put too much energy and time into it. And also, they all fit too Perfectly. Denethor is
1: Lucille Bluth. If you're saying I play favorites, you're wrong. I love all my children equally. I don't care for
0: Faramir. Okay. You can find me on Twitter at MC WhatsApp and Instagram at MC TurnDown for What? You can join the Patreon and become a patron. Like Matt. Matt Barger is this week's episode sponsor. You can become an episode sponsor by going to patreon.com slash Thank you, Matt, for your support. And I hope you're doing okay. You can also support the podcast. There's a new way that we have to, you can support the podcast. Go to wbne.org and click on the link in the top right corner to get a super shout out. And what this is, is a one-time payment. And you put in a message for me to say, And that's it. It's very simple. Uh, We have plans for individuals as well as, as well as, I sound a Midwestern, as well as small businesses. So let's say that you want to tell the listeners of That's What I'm Talking About that Stardew Valley is better than Animal Crossing, which I would agree with. Um, You can do that by getting a super shout out. Let's say you're a small business owner who... Sells board games. You sell vintage board games. And now is the perfect time to sell board games. And you want to get the word out. You can do that with a super shout out. So go to wbne.org to get yours today. And then here, I think, should be past Mary Clay with the discussion question stuff. Maybe. Look, okay. My brain is so confused. My brain was confused already before I decided to split this episode. So just God have mercy on my soul. Okay. <laughs> a couple weeks ago, the discussion question was, um, what has a character done that made you mad? So a character that you otherwise trusted and believed to be a quote unquote good guy. <laughs> Aragorn, <laughs> telling anyone <laughs> she can't come with him. <laughs> Um, what, ha- when was an experience, uh, that, that you had similar feelings? Charlie on Facebook says Zuko at the end of season two, when he betrays everyone and he betrays Iroh. Oh, oof. That one's harsh.
1: That, that was hard to yeah. out. Um, so this one. Like he earned it back?
0: Yeah. This one confuses me because I'm not sure what you're referring to. Uh, Claire said Steve Rogers in Endgame. Um, do you
1: oh what did what did he do in endgame that would warrant people being mad um steve rogers oh god it's been so long um he went back in time to i think return one of the things that they stole in the time heist and then he just stayed there with peggy and got people old are instead mad of coming about? back to his friends but well yeah because he cause his friends and now like bucky is just alone he's a hundred years old i think he deserves a chance for love i it just seems like a backtrack on his character development that's all i'm saying i get no i I I think this person's right they have a point that's
0: the thing i was just confused about that i was like what did he do um I hold Captain America up in a high regard because I hold Peggy Carter up in a high regard. So I hold Peggy put Carter up in high regard too, but like she look, moved on with her life. Look, um, well, I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast before, but I think the song that they dance to that closes out in-game, I believe, is the same song in Winter Soldier when Steve comes home and oh god what's his face fury is sitting there and he's playing the record and that i believe it's the same song which to me is says so much about this one song because I'm assuming that Nick Fury didn't like go through his collection and pick out something random to put on just to have noise. I'm assuming it was like the record that was just sitting on the record player and he put the needle on it and turned the knob on and it just started playing, which says to me that Steve listened to that song multiple times and it was one of his favorites. And then when he goes and meets up with Peggy again, he's like, I can finally fulfill this vision, this dream, my heart's desire of like dancing with you to this song. And that's my... (laughs) Yeah, but he didn't have to stay for the rest of his life.
1: Anyway. Uh, He could have hit it and quit it. That's all I'm saying. uh,
0: When I was writing down the answers, I realized that I had two C names in a row. I had Charlie and then Claire. And then I was like, oh, I'll do the Carlins. Tyler (laughs) Carlins. replied with anakin killing those kids and i'm like i haven't seen star wars so i don't know what you're referring to um but i'm sure most Mm, other people no that's a dark moment i'm sure most other people do um no no and then also speaking of of things that i don't know jonathan carlin replied with a gif of someone from game of thrones who i think is khaleesi is khaleesi the the one season, with the white hair. Season eight.
1: Yes, okay, that's sure. Crazy. I mean that that's not yeah. a good descriptor. I
0: feel like there are many characters in that show that. No, have No, she's white the,
1: hair. no, she's the one. No, there's there's two characters in that show that have white hair, and one of them is her brother, and he dies in season. Okay, one. great. Um, I was so, like, I was yeah. like, all right,
0: those are two characters that apparently did something bad <laughs> that I do not know.
1: The, um, yeah, no, the last season hurt us okay. all.
0: Okay, and then I just thought it was funny. There were two people on Instagram who replied and were like. Gandalf (laughs) just because he'll just he just leaves and he's so flaky and i'm like oh you are preaching to the choir here
1: yeah you can't fully trust or rely on wizards and if you do that's on you for thinking that they're going to solve your problems wizards don't solve problems people they cause problems and then get you wrapped up in them and you should know that going in
0: so this week's discussion question is uh what's a good dramatic entrance that you've appreciated i'm Right now I'm uh, this is being based off of Rohan's entrance just in the nick of time. So tell me about another famed dramatic entrance that you have appreciated in in fiction. Um, oh, that's a good one. I'm assuming that a lot of them are gonna be I mean, endgame. The portals on your left. Haley, I'm gonna have to yeah. I'm gonna have to send you a video maybe. There's someone who you know those those rubber chickens?
1: Yes, uh, Someone used it. The ones that sound like the screams <laughs> of the
0: dams. Someone yes. used it and like squeaked it so that it like synced up with the music of that scene and the chickens just like scree. It's too good.
1: <laughs> oh! Oh my God. I
0: should also say, I believe it was you who shared the Hobbit Milk video. Yes, originally.
1: that was me. And I just- I I claim responsibility. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Where's the milk, Jacob? They can smell the milk, Jacob. They can smell the milk, Jacob. Milk, Jacob. They can smell hobbit milk from a mile away. That's their main power. Oh, (laughs) God. Nothing in the past, like, five years has made me laugh that hard. Oh my god, guys, check out Hobbit Milk. I promise you it is the first reaction you will get on YouTube if you haven't seen it yet. It's the funniest. God.
0: So thank you. Yeah, I just wanted to say thank you for bringing that into my life. You're very There's welcome. There's probably, like, I would say a couple times a week. What ju- It'll just pop into my head, just a voice in the distance. <laughs> they can smell the milk, Jacob.
1: Every time I make cereal. <laughs> Every race oh, got different! Oh, man, oh, milks, man, oh. Shake up! Oh. <laughs>
0: Alright, Haley, do you have any parting words for the audience?
1: Oh, no parting words. Everybody, just stay safe out there. Just stay in, read Tolkien. There's never been a better time.
0: And that's what I'm talking about. You can do that by going to patreon.com slash Um It's also just now occurring to me after I have been recording these announcements that I had not selected my Yeti microphone. And this is coming through my computer microphone. Okay. Well, thanks for listening to me losing my mind. If you want to hear more, come back next week.